Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Becky. We find ourselves here again. Here we are. Here we are. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Oh, my gosh. You guys. We can make it if we try. <laughs> I think that Chrissy and I could could be in a musical. Our life is a musical. Yeah. Or write one. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Did you know, did I ever tell you that in college, too bad we're like way too far apart that we never w- in age, that we went to been in college together yeah. because... Uh, but you would have liked rooming with me and my roommates because we would sometimes play like all of a sudden someone say like musical and then we would have to sing everything. Okay. And it, yeah. we would like give each other fake points for like the tune or if we could get stuff to rhyme. Oh, yeah. Then it was like even more points. And yes. so anyways, we were pretty cool. I guess Absolutely. you could I say. Mean, obviously, I'm really <laughs> sad that we didn't <laughs> no. cross Anyways, paths. but we could start that game right here at work too here on the podcast or just like at work yeah probably just at work okay. where it's not recorded for everyone to hear yeah that's true unless it's a really good one then right because we'll... i'm already regretting the fact that i sang a little bit ago good thing you have all the power of <laughs> editing i'll leave it in <laughs> i love it good work because i did think that after i yeah, said it thanks it's just the two it's of fine. us um but yeah, so we're still in the Lives Jesus Changed series mm-hmm. um, in the for our sermon series. And so Chrissy and I were just talking today about which which story do we want to talk about and what and tell them what we concluded. Uh, we concluded that we love and learn so much from sitting in scripture and hearing other people's stories. And then talked about the significance of our own stories and how we all have stories to share of Jesus changing our lives. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. And we really just want to encourage you as you're listening to think of um, stories in your own life that you could, um, some probably have radical transformation Mm -hmm. stories, which are so good to hear. Mm -hmm. And some may be similar to my own story where I can't point out super radical transformation, like a 180 time, but definitely have moments mm-hmm. in my life where um, I can look back now and see like, oh, that marked me. Yeah. That changed me. And so um, what, wherever you're at on the spectrum of your own transformation, we just hope that you can start to recognize mm-hmm. transformation because it does take intentionality of looking back and yeah seeing where you've come from and how you think differently about Mm -hmm. things or, um, yeah. 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 And we'll have some practical ways you can do that as we talk. Yes. Do you want to start? What's on your heart right now? Yeah. I think some of the, the pieces that of my story that come to mind that were significant moments, um, I'll share like the moment I said yes to Jesus. Oh. So I, my parents went to church. I went to church as a kid. Um, didn't really know life outside the church. And I also had an aunt that gave my sister and I adventure and odyssey tapes. Yes. Ev- yeah. Every Mr. Whitaker. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, every for every year for our birthdays, we would get a whole volume. So that would be six cassettes with a story on each side. So 12 stories. Wow. Um, and like she did it in a way that like then Sarah and I would have the whole vault, like the whole series, like That's between so cool. us. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I was listening to an adventure Nazi tape and I was sitting in my room and at the end it said, if you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, would you go ask somebody to pray with you? And I was like, okay. And so I walked downstairs. Chrissy can be a rule follower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan and, of rules. It was like, Ventures hey, and Odyssey told you, you, you should do this. Um, and so I went downstairs and I can still see my mom was sitting at the kitchen table in her spot. And I had asked her if she would pray with me. And so that's how that was like the first decision in my relationship with Jesus. I was like, yep, I will. I'll follow you. So. That's so beautiful. Thanks. Focus on the family. Yeah. You should write them a I letter sometime. Yeah. They would love so to true. hear that. I just found the other day some adventure in Aussie tapes in one of my uh, storage bins. I was like, is this the one that led me to Jesus? Oh, that would be cool. I like, can't remember yeah, which what one the story it was. was. Yeah. Because they probably rem- do that at the end of a lot of they them. They probably do. Yeah. I think I can re- picture exactly which volume it's in, like which the cover of it is. That's so cool. So. And I was seven, so it means I hadn't had a lot of birthdays that I would have probably gotten them from yet. That's true. You could probably figure out which series you'd be in. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, gift idea for your nieces. True. You should be the aunt that gives... I think they still make Adventure and Odyssey. You think, what do they make them on now? Cassettes? (laughs) Well, they have CDs, and maybe like you could buy them a subscription to something that they could listen to. The world has become more complicated. I know, I know it does Here's feel- this piece of paper for a subscription. <laughs> we, pr- I promise you'll like it. It's so good. Uh huh. That's so cool. Yeah. How sweet. Mm-hmm. I have. I won't say it's a similar story, but I do remember asking Jesus into my heart, and it's similar to your story in that I grew up in the church mm-hmm. and uh, knew that my parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, like every. A lot of people in my life loved Jesus Mm -hmm. and the church I went to growing up, I can remember what pew I was sitting in. So there would be church service. And then after that was Sunday school and Sunday school started with all the kids, probably ages kindergarten to fifth grade Mm -hmm. or something would sit in the sanctuary and do like a couple of songs with the piano, like kids songs. Yeah. And so, um, I was toward the front, so I was prob. I always say I was five, but I it was probably between five and seven. I don't know exactly how old I was, but it was definitely one of the front pews, and we were playing. Uh, she, whoever was playing, whoever was leading us in song, played the song "Into My Heart." Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Okay. Come in today. Come in to stay. Um, and I just remember at that moment just asking Jesus into my heart. And like mm. it felt so warm. Mm-hmm. And um, but I don't remember after that if I like told anyone. Yeah. And but I do remember that moment of just being like, I think I just asked Jesus into my heart. Yeah. Like and and it isn't surprising as I look at my life that it would be through song because mm-hmm. my whole life since then, I feel like I music has been such a huge part and worship music in particular that, um, yeah, the Lord speaks to me a lot through songs and music. Yeah. So that's so neat that he like started that early, you know, I like know. that, that would be what would speak to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that song, ugh, it like could make me cry thinking about it. And the, um, 
I wonder who, you know, I'm like, there are so many things like I wish I would remember who was playing the piano then or right. who was leading yeah. the little worship time or, you know, cause some, so many times we do these things mm-hmm. and we don't realize what an impact right. they could have. A similar mm-hmm. story to that is my, uh, I don't think she'd mind me sharing, but my mom will say part of her story. She accepted Christ at vacation Bible school one year when she was really young. And so just an encouragement, like if those are things you volunteer for and you're like, does this even make a difference? Like the answer is yes. The answer is yes, because (laughs) that her yes made Mm -hmm. a difference in my life. And then my yes is making a difference, hopefully in my kids' life. I don't, I don't exactly know what their story is going to be yet, but, Mm -hmm. um, Yes. That's very sweet. Yeah. Does your mom remember you coming down and asking? I don't know. To pray? That would be a cool thing to yeah, know, I'd have too. to ask her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't remember that. Probably, I'm assuming so, but... I would think so, too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. As a, as a mom, I could be like, man, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you have any other moments of transformation? I yeah. mean, you do have other moments. <laughs> right now, that was Can it. You, <laughs> We've been the same ever since. <laughs> and nothing has changed. And that's who I am today. <laughs> Seven-year-old Chrissy. Um, yeah. I Reflecting on story or testimony or whatever we want to call these, like, it reminds me of, so I was a camp kid. And I went to camp starting in like fourth or fifth grade. And I went every summer I would go for, I would do the overnight camp. So I'd be mm-hmm. gone for a whole week. And every Wednesday night around the fire, someone would share the gospel. And it wasn't usually like read from scripture. It was done in a way of a story. Okay. So, um, and every year was different. So you never knew what mm-hmm. story you were going to hear, but it was always tight. I would relate it to like, like a Narnia kind of situation yeah. where you're like, there's very clearly like, it's very clearly about the gospel, but yep. without being like this. Yeah. So not from scripture. Yep. Um, and I remember one year specifically because I think what happens, you know, we, we have that initial moment of saying yes to Jesus. And then there's a whole lifetime of the sanctification. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I remember in high school, um, school was really hard for me, not academically, but socially. I just Mm -hmm. had a really hard time with friends um, for a lot of years. And uh, church is where I found home, which I think I've mentioned before. Uh, But there was a point where I realized that I was changing myself to um, fit in with friends at Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. And those moments can lead to like disorientation and like, who am I yeah. uh, or what am I, what pieces of me are true that I'm neglecting or pushing away. Um, and a part of that was my relationship with Jesus. And so I remember one year at camp, I think I was sometime in, I think it might've been between my junior and senior year of high school. I had decided, you know, listen to that gospel story and then went over and sat with my counselor and talked about like that was a moment where I was like I'm I'm fully committed to you Jesus mm-hmm. for the rest of my life like mm-hmm. it it kind of not wavered as and I didn't believe anymore but like 
my intention in relationship was very different. And so that was like a moment where I had decided that I never wanted to have to recommit my life to Jesus. Cause you know, sometimes I can't be do that every year. Like, yeah. All right. I'll read, I'll do this again. Right. Um, but that year was the moment where I was like, I never want to have to do this again. Mm-hmm. I want to just be so intentional in my relationship with Jesus for the rest of my life that I'm, um, continually growing in it. Yep. So I think that was a pretty, that was a very, uh, significant turning point mm-hmm. for me of like, Nope, I'm, I'm all in. It was, yeah. Because you, you do like for myself, I had great parents and great family that loved Jesus and, um, had a great church community. And there is still something at such a young age of like, you have to make it your own at some point. Yeah. At some point you have to fully decide to follow. And I think at seven, I knew I liked Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the idea of following Jesus. And so I did say yes. There was yep. that initial uh, response. But then later on, it was like, I'm I'm completely in. Mm-hmm. Now that I understand what that is, I'm all in for it. So that would be another one that stood out to me from back in my younger days. Yeah. Um, what about That's you? That's cool. Um, I feel like... Yeah, so I can see definite moments of transformation um, in my, well, yeah, high school years. I could point out specific things that I remember this instance feeling like similar to what you said, like, oh, yes, Jesus, I am all in and just Mm -hmm. feeling a real heart for ministry. And when I would have encounters with the love of Jesus. Like I would just think I want everyone I know to be able to experience this. Mm. Like, and so just feeling called into ministry, but I didn't really know how Mm. and, um, having people speak into me, like, uh, leadership qualities that I didn't see in myself. Mm. Or, um, I remember my, my dad's dad. So my grandpa, um, we would be gathered as a whole family. So like aunts, uncles, cousins, and there's a lot of us. Mm. And um, sometimes he would just say, Hey Becky, would you open this meal in prayer for us? And, and he might have done that to my other cousins and siblings. I don't remember that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom saying to me like your Paca sees something in you. We called him Paca. Your Paca sees something in you as a, as a spiritual leader. And, and I was like, I didn't know, you know, I'm like yeah. high school. I'm like, I don't really know what you're, I don't know what we're talking about here, yeah. but those were all like planting seeds. And, uh, um, when I then went to college I knew I wanted to do something with music I thought maybe music therapy anyways long story short music is a really hard major <laughs> like, okay yeah. there's a lot of math in music I didn't like oh learning chords or oh. we'd have to uh one assignment was to like write a hymn um anyways mm. it was I was like I don't I don't think I actually because I thought maybe being a music teacher um anyways mm-hmm. all this to say then I really felt a call into like maybe youth ministry. And so um, that's what I went towards in my degree and didn't use that degree for a really long time um, until actually <laughs> we, so Tim and I moved, we got married, moved back to Pella after our um, second child was born. And then 
um, I stayed home with my kids for a really beautiful season. And that whole time I'm just like, Lord, I thought I, I know, I know my kids are a ministry. I know, um, that's really beautiful. That's not really what I felt like I was being called into. And so, um, volunteered with a few things, led a few small groups, uh, while I was staying home with my kids. And then anyways, through lots of really cool things, here I am working at a church and I'm like, I feel really proud that I get to like use my degree. And even though not that I remember like, Oh yeah, we talked about this in my college course, but (laughs) um, it's just like the little, I don't know. I can't think of the right word. The little clues along the way that Mm -hmm. the Lord, the little treasures, the Lord planted along my life in the way to, to be where I am right now. Um, So that's like the, big picture of transformation, but Mm -hmm. I would think even more recently a transforming thing that happened for me. And so I'm going to do a little plug here is if any of you have a chance in April, I don't know the exact date off my head, but Kathy Deal leads Mm. an untangled conference. And so last summer, I think last June, Mm -hmm. she she did a a pilot course and had asked a few of her coworkers to go through it. And you were there too, Chrissy. So we were both like, yeah, we'll try this. Um, And what this conference is all around is around shame. Mm -hmm. And I, and and untangling ourselves from shame. And I think I... I don't like feeling negative feelings. <laughs> so I, most people don't. Um, I really don't. And I can tend to numb out to it or um, shove it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was bringing up things or she wasn't even bringing them up. The Holy Spirit was bringing to my mind so many instances in my life where people with the best of intentions, I truly believe my spirit there was a shame that got connected to one example would be um, if someone ever told me like, I'm really disappointed in you. Um, And that's true. Like kids can disappoint us a lot. They make some decisions that probably aren't. But when Mm -hmm. that was said to me, Mm -hmm. I took that as I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not enough. I'm a disappointment. Yeah. I like personalized it. Mm -hmm. And that's where shame started to like, creep in. And so there was a really beautiful healing time in that conference where we were invited to do some journaling of a special, it was called a manual journaling. So it's, it's a conversation between you and the Lord about, uh, yeah, a certain time in your life where you heard a lie or this is how I did the exercise. I heard a lie. What is the Lord saying to me about that? And so I went through that exercise and that was really beautiful. But then we went through it with a partner. We had someone we trusted that we Mm. could sit with and we went through that with them. And they, um, my sweet friend, Michelle was, she listened to what I said with, she said nothing. Mm -hmm. She just nodded and smiled. And, and then at the end we, both like gave each other the biggest hug and like the healing I felt in that moment of like the Lord's like, you are enough. I'm, I make you enough. Like mm. You don't. And like living out of that since last June, and not that it has all gone perfectly. Like right. I still will catch myself, but I'm catching my thoughts when yeah. I start to think I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Like I'm catching myself more. So yes. I didn't even realize how often I thought this of yeah. myself until like, 
the Holy Spirit called it out in me mm-hmm. and he's like, we're going to work on this. So yep. that's probably been my most recent story yeah. of, again, it wasn't, maybe it was pretty radical. Like in that moment it's, yeah. and then since then I'm like, this is fascinating, Lord. I didn't realize this is what I was telling myself. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a more recent transformation. Mm-hmm that the Lord was so good. So anyways, go to this untangled. <laughs> yes. I cannot. We'll put the details in the show notes. We'll put the... <laughs> that, that's for you, Clay. Yeah. Look in the show notes <laughs> for the details on that. Cause it really is. I can't recommend it yeah, enough. It's very it's, good. It's a very powerful weekend. Yep. So it is very, very good. Yeah. I was thinking more recent, like as you were sharing, I think what is so neat about how God works is like sometimes they are these Saul to Paul moments Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're the hidden treasures along the way and it's only when looking back that you can see them and I've had this experience and I've had people explain it different ways and I get frustrated so once if I if something is brought up to me like oh I'm struggling with people pleasing I like to have think I work on it and then it's just done like I'm mm-hmm. just like done with that for the rest of my life like I've solved that's it that's it should be like we've you, moved forward you pull a weed and then right, it's dead it's that's gone. what we want to do yeah right yeah unfortunately in gardening that is not the case <laughs> not the case because um, those darn seeds spread everywhere <laughs> I love your birds but knock it off <laughs> yeah um but I've just been noticing in different areas of my life how. I'll have repeat themes of things come up. And so then the, the onion analogy, if you will, of Mm -hmm. peeling back the layers of it. And I would say something that has been more recent for me is identifying for myself that I haven't failed or I haven't gone backwards. If I notice a new layer is like the grace of like, Oh no, we just noticed another layer that we have to work through. Um, And I, So I would say for myself, a lot of the layers tend to have to do with lies that I've believed. Um, And a lot of them tend to do with people pleasing um, or earning love. That Mm -hmm. is a huge lie that I have had to work through for a lot of years. I believe that I have to earn other people's love. I believe that I have to earn God's love. And so like the checklist Christianity is something that I can fall prey to really quickly Mm -hmm. of like, well, I spent this much time in my Bible today. I spent this much time praying. Um, And then I can also swing to the other side where I'm like, well, I'm not doing any of that. So I must just be the worst person. Mm -hmm. And God probably doesn't love me a whole lot anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so interesting to sit with students and to sit with other believers and hear like common themes of those lies. And then to be like, Oh no, those are straight up lies from the devil. Like that is what I'm believing there. And so I, I just find it interesting in our stories, how we can have a transformation and then also sit and be like, okay. And now we're still peeling back the layers. Um, And for myself, it's been learning how to have grace for myself of like, that doesn't mean that I've failed God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I have failed as a believer or as a ministry leader. It yep. just means that there's more layers to work yep. through. Um, and what you were saying earlier about like you catch yourself faster. Mm-hmm. I have, a, we both have a very wise friend, uh, Jane Craft, <laughs> yes, <laughs> who told me this one time and I thought it was so beautiful. She used like the analogy of like a road. And so say, I'll use my own example in that. So um, 
people pleasing or earning love. If I, in my life, if I'm traveling down this road, something is happening to me and I'm thinking I need to earn love, I'll get really far down into some sort of spiral, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. I'll, um, yeah, I can't even think of an example anymore because that's how much the Lord has done. So yay, Yay. Jesus. Um, but yeah, you can get really far into that. So like maybe my mind is reeling and I think I need to change who I am so that I can please people or earn their love, or I need to do more things out of Mm -hmm. love uh, for love, not out of love. Um, and she had talked about how when we start doing these different works with the Holy Spirit and start becoming more aware of these things, um, we, we go farther or we go uh, less far down the road. So there's like these blockades that are put up. So like when the healing starts to happen, I may no longer spiral as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. There's this blockade that like stops me from going any farther. And I just thought that was a really pretty yeah. beautiful picture of, of how the Holy Spirit does work and yeah. also the grace of like, but I'm not as far as I used to be Mm -hmm. and, or it's not like it used to look. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the Lord is really kind in that, in our stories. Yeah. I think sometimes when we can realize the lie we've been believing, Mm -hmm. it almost feels more frustrating, but really when, because you see it more in Mm -hmm. your life, but actually what that is meaning is like the Holy spirit is so gracious now that he opened my eyes to it and that I'm, able now to work on it, even though it could feel like, man, I have, I didn't realize how far gone the road, how far down the road I had gone in this. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can feel frustrating. Like, am I never going to get better at this? But Mm -hmm. really that's the Lord's kindness to say, oh, look, you, you just thought you're not enough right there. And that's Mm -hmm. not true. We are enough. My grace is sufficient for you. Um, So yeah, kind of those catching those um, thoughts and, Mm -hmm. and just realizing like, Holy spirit, I need you to catch the thoughts, but I didn't realize how often I thought these thoughts and I know I'm (laughs) probably still not catching all of them. Right. So because they sneak up in different forms. They do. They do. Yeah. 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 We um, were talking earlier about the significance of testimony and how our own experiences with hearing other people's testimonies um, and for a long time, I didn't think that mine had significance. We yep, we both shared that. Yeah, that we both shared that. We grew up in Christian homes and we weren't, we didn't have anything in our past that when we, when I've heard other people's testimonies been like, whoa, they were partying and then they turned mm-hmm. their life or whatever. The, yep. the thing is, it sounded, it was just like, well, I don't have that yes. per se. Yeah. And, and we we were both saying, "I like, man, the devil is so sneaky that even in mm-hmm. in my story, where not that I wasn't sinning, it wasn't that at all, but there didn't seem to be such a radical change in yep. my life that I honestly thought for years that my testimony wouldn't have any value." Mm-hmm. And yep, man, see again, yeah. you're not enough, and your testimony's not, not enough, enough because right now. you weren't rebellious enough, which is not true. Like I'm not saying it just wasn't so obvious. Like other testimonies I had been hearing of people and I thought, wow, that's a really beautiful change. Or even when we read in the Bible, Mm -hmm. wow, he was healed of that um, leprosy or, you know, and those were immediate changes or um, paralyzed and now they're walking or um, yeah, just the radical encounters Mm -hmm. they had with Jesus really started to make 
my testimony feel like it couldn't make yeah. a difference. Yep. And something that we talked about was like, I was just as dead in my sin as <laughs> yes. every other person is yes. when Jesus came and, and yeah, when the Holy Spirit revealed that and I gave my life to Jesus. And so, yeah, I'm just curious how you as listeners view your own story mm-hmm. or if you ever thought about your story yep. for myself, it, it was something that we, I heard every year because counselors would share their stories every year with me. And so I grew up knowing the power of the testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was until I heard a similar one to mine that I was like, Oh, like, no, God has worked in my life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does take, it does take intentionality to look back at our stories and to see where God has been at work. Um, as well as like, it might take looking at some painful situations, some decisions we made that weren't great or, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, moments or years of times where we were distant from God. Um, and I think there is significance in sitting in those and seeing those and knowing where God has brought you because your story has significance and it's, it's, I think there sometimes can be harder to share. Like sitting here, I'm telling you things that I'm like, oh, this is where I've come from and look at how much I've grown. Mm-hmm. But there are also pieces of my story that I hold a little bit closer to my yeah. heart because they're more vulnerable and yeah, um, yeah aren't bright and shiny yep. <laughs> um, or all like solved and tied up in a pretty mm-hmm. little bow. Um, and so we wanted to leave you with a really practical way of starting. If you haven't sat with your testimony, the ways that I was trained to do it at the camp I worked at was via sticky notes because who doesn't have those lying around everywhere? Yeah. And what do you do? Sometimes you get that mega pack and you're like, well, now what? What, or- am, I, what am I going to do with this <laughs> neon orange? Like who's going to be like, hey, well, have we got a purpose yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my suggestion would be to start with two different colors of sticky notes and on one right those moments like i listened to adventure and odyssey or um had this ex- this experience while singing a song mm-hmm. or whatever positive and um m- highlight moments in your life that you can think of write one on each sticky note and maybe you want to just do it for a season you don't have to do it you could do it for every year of your life if you want right (laughs) or you could do like maybe in the last four years what have been some really big moments in my life like grand good moments and then on the other one write hard things um things that were trying in your life things that decisions that were made consequences to those decisions or just hard things that you go Mm -hmm. through and write those on the other one um that can be a really good practice to start Uh, writing your testimony and then there is another step but we're going to let you come back to the next podcast to hear about that step but I think that 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 has been significant to me and I've used that with students just Mm -hmm. to start recognizing God's movement in your life yeah and even that process of taking the sticky notes because we did this uh, I took the journey class uh, Mm. many many years ago and we did something similar where we we kind of did it on a timeline so depending how your how your brain processes for some people it's helpful to kind of think of like here's birth through um, preteen years here's teenage years through 20s and kind of divide your life into whatever chunks help Mm -hmm. you to just 
I don't know, to process. But also this was the assignment we were given in that class. It took like weeks and weeks. So this Mm -hmm. isn't something that immediately, I mean, you could just sit down, I guess, and try to get out as many as you want to, but it was something that it takes, it takes time and it takes time and it takes, you know, the Holy Spirit will just bring Mm -hmm. up memories or yeah, you'll, you'll all of a sudden have a random memory as you're driving down the road and you're like, why am I thinking about this now? Is this you Holy Spirit? So just recognizing that if, if you ask the Holy Spirit to bring things to mind, he will. And Mm -hmm. so, um, yep. It, it is definitely an intentional thing to do, but yeah. What, where is it at in the Bible that it, it's something like be prepared to give yeah. your testimony? Yep. Essentially, that's Becky's version, yeah. but uh, Par- Becky paraphrased <laughs> the paraphrase. Yeah. yeah. So yep. I, th- I think it's so good. Or even, um, I like to ask people like, how is it with your soul or what's the Lord? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin always asks us, what's the good word? <laughs> and, yeah. You yep. know, like what, are, what are you hearing from the Lord right now? And you know, sometimes that can be a part of your transformation and mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, it's just how the Lord is speaking to you. And um, I don't know, there's so many different ways to look at it and yes. everyone's story is going to be so different. And that's Absolutely. why I love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yep. And I think as we're in this series, like, this is just something it's important that we, you know, we share them in different ways. We might share it via the gratitude journal or in small groups or things like yep. that. But to sit down and look at your whole, potentially, if you want to, your whole life and seeing God at work is just really powerful. And for me, it's really encouraging to be like, yeah. okay, Chrissy, we're not the same as we were when we were seven. Exactly. We've changed. Yeah. Jesus is still doing a good work and yeah. he's going to be faithful yes. to complete it because yeah. that's in the Bible too, not right. just the Becky paraphrase. Right. And that's in the, yes. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. To complete and so it. Mm-hmm. it never says in there, it doesn't give a timeline and God nope. actually doesn't have a timeline for our transformation because in a lot of these stories that we're talking about on Sunday mornings in the sermons, you know, we just see that one quick glimpse of... yes. And I can't wait for eternity when we get to hear the rest of the yes. story. Like yep. how, what happened to the woman at the well after that? Yeah, It is really sweet in the chosen to kind of see her come back up in the mm-hmm. story a couple in a few episodes. Um, obviously we know that's not true and it's not the gospel, but it is a cool wondering to be like, right. did she host Jesus and the disciples right. in her house after that? Because yep. um, she was so changed and moved by mm-hmm. Jesus's word to her. So um, anyways, when we hear people's testimonies, we yeah. are not, we're seeing a glimpse and we're not seeing yeah. the full picture. So just learning to enjoy and delight in your own story mm-hmm. of transformation, even the, yeah, obviously there's going to be hard. There's hard, there's, there's hard. hard in both of our stories. Like Christine, yes. I said, like, we didn't share some of the hard stuff because it's pretty vulnerable. And like, I don't want to be sobbing here, but (laughs) but if you, (laughs) if we go out for coffee sometime, I'm happy to share things, but yeah, it's just, and hearing other people's stories. Like Mm -hmm. I've been so blessed to hear pieces of your story today, Chrissy. And like, yeah, it's just so encouraging. Mm -hmm. So encouraging. Yep. Yeah. So can I bless us as we go from here? Yes, please. Okay. So God, we thank you for the power of story. We thank you for the 
encouragement and the things we learn from scripture and reading about the people that have lived before us and the ways that you have transformed and changed their lives. God, and I thank you for Becky and I thank you for every person that is listening right now. God, I thank you for the stories that you have woven together in their Mm -hmm. lives. And there are pieces of it that we can become zoomed in on and uh, can think aren't significant or don't matter or shouldn't be shared, but you redeem God. And so we praise you for that. And, um, I just pray for grace as we process our stories Mm -hmm. for grace for, um, the decisions that we've made or the ways that we, um, have lived God, that you, that nothing separates us from your love. And so that each listener would know that love as they process their story. Um, God, we thank you, um, how you weave all of our stories together, uh, And we trust that your good work will be complete in us. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 